Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters Money, your source for everything money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest I had on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him right on back. Uh, so today's guest is Reese Everson. She is the founder over at Babes in the Workplace, and she's also author of the Babe's Guide to Generational Wealth, and this is the second volume in her Babe's Guide series. Uh, Reese, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. It's great to be back. Oh, man. So I, uh, it's great to hear your voice and great to have you back on the show. And your topic, it could not be, um, it could not be more, I, I would say, present, especially here in L.A. So you've been focusing on generational wealth for a long time. Um, that being said, um, obviously with the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant here in L.A., a lot, of, a lot has been going on. A lot of people have been focusing more on what that looks like to have their things in order. And I feel like whenever a, a major celebrity like that or like Prince or like if somebody passes and they, and you know, there's different, some in terms of everything was taken care of, it's never a great story to lose a person. But you also hate to, you also hate what happened, you know, like the Prince's estate and all these things to where it's kind of, it's tricky when everything's not in order. So I, when I saw you on the, on the roster for today's show, I was like, oh, we got some questions to ask Reese today. Um, so first off, let's just start. Um, with um, uh, an overview, I don't want to assume because we covered your book a little bit on the first on the first show, but I don't want to assume that uh, all of our new listeners listen to that one, so um, or, or got a chance to. So let's start with just go, getting a little bit further into your book. So tell us a little bit more about the Babe's Guide to Generational Wealth. Absolutely, Adam. So the Babe's Guide to Generational Wealth was birthed out of a very traumatic experience for me. Uh, my grandmother, who raised me, so she was basically like my mom. She raised me from the time I was born. Uh, she passed away, and when she did, I thought that she died intestate. What does that mean, Adam? It means that I thought that she died without a will or a trust. The reason being is that when I went through her drawer, though I found a document that was a trust, it, did, it wasn't signed. And so um, I was wondering, you know, well, maybe, you know, maybe she doesn't have one, or uh, I, I don't really know what to do. And then the other one that I found, didn't wasn't funded. So what does that mean? It means that even though you write out before you pass away what it is that you want to leave, you don't actually move your uh, property under the control of that trust. So I was under the impression that although she had written down her wishes to leave a house to me, that she did not put her house in the trust by deeding the property into the trust. And and so that what does that mean? That means that you know, you would have to basically go to court and ask a judge to deed the property to you because although they may have written down that they want, someone may have written down that they wanted to leave you something, that they, if they didn't properly transfer it to the, the body or vehicle that's supposed to transfer it, it's not a complete transfer. So here's the thing, you know, some people don't leave a will at all or a trust. Some people do leave something, but it's incomplete and it still needs to go before a judge. So these are issues that you really want to avoid. Um, and then here's what I, I uncovered. I uncovered that, you know, she did leave a will or trust, and she actually did transfer the property, but guess what? 
her children had hid that document from me, and I didn't find out about it until a whole year after she passed. So there's another issue. Sometimes even if you follow all the steps that you need to follow, there can be an issue with what we call inheritance theft, and, you know, the, the paperwork can be destroyed or lost or whatever, and the people that you intend to leave something to may not get what you intended for them to have. And so for me, um, the whole two-year process of trying to, you know, inherit what my grandmother left for me and, you know, having family members subvert that was horrible. And this is the birth of the Babe Guide so that young people can read my story and not have to go through the same process or go through the, or make the same mistakes. Let's uh let's talk a little bit more about that concept of generational wealth because I feel like some people um listening to this right now think or some some of them are thinking ah I don't need to do that I'm not like really wealthy I'm not super wealthy or oh I'm not but let's talk a little bit further about your concept of generational wealth. Absolutely. So let's you know be clear. My grandmother, although she did you know start up a business, she owned a travel agency travel agency, she was by no means a multi-millionaire. She was just a woman who worked really hard and was able to, you know, pay off her house and, you know, have a car and things like that. She had a very nice, simple life. But at the end of the day, you know, in, unless you pass that stuff on, it's either lost and the next generation has to start over. And why not give your children or your grandchildren a leg up if you can by you know, even if it's a small amount, whether it's like insurance policy for $20,000 or a property that they can rent out um, on Airbnb or sell and make a little bit of money, you know, just basically help the next generation not have to start at ground level or at zero. That's what we're going for, making sure that the people that come behind us and follow in our footsteps, that they're just a little bit better off. What can somebody that uh, reads your book expect to get out of it? Oh, man, Adam, this book is so powerful because it really does cover so many of the areas of building wealth that we kind of take for granted. The first, uh, the first is that wealth is a mindset. So first question that I, the first question that I ask is, how do you feel about money? What are your thoughts about money? Who told you, um, who taught you how you should manage your money? What do you feel like money is a burden? You know, because there's an energy to all of this. And so that's step one. The step, first step is how do you feel about money? Step two is do you really understand um, how you're supposed to manage your money? And do you understand the components of wealth? You know, wealth involves real estate. Wealth involves investing in the market. Wealth involves, you know, having more than just the checking and savings. So are you prepared to actually build wealth? Do you have much debt? Are you encumbered by things like student loan debt? Most millennials are carrying an enormous amount of student loan debt. So, you know, we're looking at your debt to um, asset ratio and trying to figure out ways to increase your assets and reduce your debt. That's awesome. And so, uh, Reese, if somebody is, um, is, is, is listening to this and they want more information, not only on the books, but on the series, um, and, and to follow you on all, all, the, all of what you're up to, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Absolutely. We can be found on our website at www.babes in the workplace, B-A-B-E-S-I-N, the workplace, W-O-R-K-P-L-A-C-E.com or on Instagram at Babe in the Workplace, or on Facebook 
and babes in the workplace. Final question. What's been the most rewarding thing um, for you in, in bringing this, this work, this book to the world? I would say the awareness is so amazing. I mean, right now with people realizing that, you know, when Kobe Bryant passed away, he had his affairs in order um, in the sense that, you know, he built a lot of businesses. He had, you know, just huge holdings and things that, you know, will leave his family and wife in a, a much better position with, you know, him being gone. They're still going to be able to carry on for generations to come. Um, the awareness that there, you can have a plan and you can put something together and you can be ready for the inevitable. We don't know when our appointment with death is. Death is. Everyone has an appointment and you have no idea when it's going to be. But you can prepare as best as possible so that when you do meet your appointment, that your family is in a better position. Fantastic. Well, hey, Reese, um, really appreciate you coming back on the show and really enjoyed our reunion 2020 episode. Looking forward to 2021. I'm going to call you back again. It was a great episode. Um, so great. Thank you there. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Um, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, then definitely uh, subscribe to that and leave us some comments in, in the video section about generational wealth transfer, um, what that means to you, and uh, and anything else you want to leave there regarding the discussion. I'm definitely love to engage with you there and keep the conversation going. And uh, Reese, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you. Can't wait to talk with you again. Have a great one, Adam.